Episode 3, The Core 3. I am G. Wood, here with Torg P and John the Cameraman Gomes. Today we'll be talking about our awkward situations, parties we've been to, specifically the one last week, uh, The Art of Flirting, uh, driven by Ryan Torgerson, uh, our oblivious parents, and the second edition of Rocky Talkie, baby. Now, Torg, talk about us about your awkward situations. So, I just had one earlier today. I know I was there with O'Brien, Green, Garrett, Gomes, and Jay Spillane. Go to Dunkin' Donuts after balling up at Dana Barrows. Get in there, order a fuck ton of food, coffee, and I have 20 bills in my hand. And I blame this on whoever was serving because at the end of it, like, after she took my order... She goes, okay, thank you. So I walked away. And then she goes, do you want to pay? I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably do that. And she gave me like this look. I was like, don't say thank you at the end of the order. You say what it'll cost me. Like, why would she say thank you? You're totally at the wrong here. <laughs> no, I'm not. I refuse. You thank did, you. you didn't pay. I order, I order, and she goes, thank you. And I walked away. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't pay. First and then I gave her $20. And then I feel like I shouldn't have paid because we waited a long enough time for our food. We didn't wait that long for our food. It was like three minutes stops. I waited like seven. That's how you unfortunate. Stole, you stole someone's food, so I mean, yeah, that's why uh, you got it. So today, um, I'm really confused. Uh, so... <laughs> They were like, bacon, egg, and cheese, and like, that's what I got, so I got up, took it, and it was on a croissant, and I'm just like, this is not what I ordered, but like, I waited like 30 seconds, so like, easily the guy who, like, whose order it was could have gotten it, but like, I don't even know if it was that guy's order, like, I was just fucking confused, and he just like, didn't look, he was just at his, looking at the phone his whole time, the guy who he thought ordered that, and he just didn't say anything, he just left, so, uh, I don't know. I'll be uh, wondering if I took a guy's order for my whole life and feel like a piece of shit. It'll be hanging from a tree tomorrow because you stole his freaking bagel, bacon, egg, and cheese. Or croissant. Alright. I got a fatty. Not really. So, uh, a couple of years ago, Toggy brings me down to old Jimmy's house, his I cousin. fucking knew this one was coming. Um, Come money on this. Was this after the fishing tournament? Actually, no, no, no. no. We, we slept over his house for something, or for, uh, for some reason. But we were leaving. We go to say our goodbyes. Jimmy comes up to me. He's like, hey, thanks for coming over, buddy. I was like, oh, thank you for having me. He approaches me, hand up in the air like he's giving me a high five. I had no fucking idea what to do. I went in to give him a high five. I ended up grabbing his hand, and it got gay real quick. <laughs> it happens all the time. My so my mom so my mom's brothers two sons Jimmy and Brian, great people. They always go in for the weirdest handshakes. That whole side of the family, like they'll go up top or whatever, to try to dap you. It's like that that it's impossible. So you end up interlocking your fingers or whatever. Ah. Some weird shit. It's just awkward for everyone involved. But then they seem to like not care. They continue to hold. It's like what? I feel like adults in general. Most awkward situations happen. Like, when we ran into my cousin's friend at the Bruins game, 
I know what to say. Oh, yeah, that like, was What so do you weird. say? He comes, he saw me, he recognized me, he pats me on the chest. Like, I looked up, I saw her. So I was like, oh, hey, Frankie, what's up? And he starts like, awkward silence for like five seconds. Like, what do you talk about between a guy you barely know and then some high school junior? Like, yeah. he goes, oh, how's school? And then yeah. I was the just... obvious, where are you going to apply to college? I don't know. I'm going to apply places. I'm not going to get in. It's simple. And then, like, you're a friend who doesn't know the guy, so I just, like, stand there awkwardly, like, with my so fat bad. ass, just, like... So bad. What? Uh, but, like, also with that, like, meeting people, like, another thing that happened to me was, this is not my story, I have a totally different thing, but um, after I taught CCD with Chucky, Chucky saw one of his, <laughs> like, family friends, and, like, he, like, was looking straight at me. So then he was like, he was talking to Chucky. So like, I went in for the handshake, and he just like looked at my hand for five seconds, and then just shook it like limp, and then just completely ignored me, and like didn't say anything. So like, I was just like, what the fuck just happened? But a uh, little bit of a racial barrier for Garrett. <laughs> How do you get over that one? She's good for a black girl. All right, you, you can't. All right, that that shouldn't. We can bring that up. That's an awkward situation. No. no what no, do you no, do? No. What do you do when you're with your friends and one of them drops something blatant, out of nowhere, out of the blue, blatantly out of the blue. racist? Actually, no, it wasn't out of the blue. And no one does anything about. You kind of let it slide. I didn't hear it. Garrett Wood at Union Villa goes, "Oh wow, she's good for a black girl," and defended that it was okay to say. No, you say, "Oh, she's pretty." If you see an Asian, you're like, oh, no, she's, she's good for an Asian. No, you think she's pretty because you wouldn't be saying she's good for that. I can't believe you said that. Actually, I can't. I, I, I can't. I expect yeah, I can see at it. one point. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for painting me as a racist, guys. I, that's <laughs> the most the racist thing I've ever heard. You uh, said. No, really? You, you no, said. that's not the most racist thing you've ever heard. Yeah, well, clearly. <laughs> Obviously. All right. Totally let, all right. Let's jump into No 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 I need to tell I need to tell the story. Oh god. Jesus. You're not gonna tell what no, do you oh, no. I thought you were gonna elaborate on that story and no, try no, to no, defend no. your case. No, again. No, no. You get you get blasted right here. But um so I used to work at Dunkin' Donuts and I was working the drive thru and um so like I'm having a good time, you know, talking to all those people and then uh next person comes up, uh it's my uh, ex-girlfriend and her mother. And, um, they literally hate my guts, uh, reasons that may be said in a later time, but not right now. So, they come. And the moment I see them, I just start freaking out. And they're looking at me, she's looking at me straight in the eyes, uh, my ex, my ex's mom. And, like, I'm, like, talking before, I'm, like, freaking out, this my ex is is fucking crazy, and like I'm shaking, like I literally start shaking. So uh, I hand them their coffee, okay, but then once it's about to change, I just I drop everything, uh, giving them a change, and like it's just like all the coins drop. I'm like I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and I say the mom's name, and then uh, she's like it's okay, like super nice, and it just made me freak out more. And then like for the next three cars, I just kept messing up because I was still shook about it. So uh, yeah, that sucked. Earlier today, you said you had a 99% success rate at the drive-thru. Yeah, that was... That Four was... cars in a row you fucked up on? I worked there for a long time, so, like, that's still true. It's just, that was, like, that was like my third week there. 
Let's jump into it. Can we it. put it at 98? Because you gave me a glass of milk when I asked for a vanilla bean colada. <laughs> I didn't do that. I also got a glazed donut when I asked for a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. Oh, <laughs> glazed donut. That'll do. The Dunkin' I used to work out wasn't good. Still isn't. De- definitely the worst one within a 30-mile radius. <laughs> Not good. All right. Next topic. We had just an interesting last Friday. Ari's, I feel so bad for her. We, we as a community, did her wrong. 130 people in the basement, just fucking shit show. 15 kids from like... 15 kids from Taunton. Thank you, Tommy Parker. Probably 30 more outside waiting. Yep. Just cars of people. And yeah, the, the popo has to fucking ruin everything now. They come in. Next thing you know, I hear people saying, oh, shit, the cops are here. Rodney Sanders. No, no, no. Everybody everybody, tell the story from their own perspective. Mm-hmm. All, all right. This, all right. Is, this is all I know. A, the bulkhead was opened. There was screaming. I heard two people scream, fuck the police. In that, fuck the police. As if we were, like, in the middle of Chicago. In the middle of a gang war or something. Fuck the police. And everyone fucking runs. I look outside. I'm in the backyard. Doing a spin cycle. Like, I don't know where I'm running. Next thing you know, Liam Barry is trying to deke out two police officers. Hammered. He is trying to deke them out. And next thing I hear is, oh, fuck. And then... He gets grabbed by the back of his collar and sent straight to heaven. The kid was body bagged. And I just hear the most Liam thing ever. He goes, ah, ah, why? I was like, why? Because you're trying to run from the police. And they caught you because you're trying to juke them out. What are you thinking? Run back into the woods. Run back into the woods like everyone else. No, let me go forward to the officers. I'm going to... Marshawn Lynch them. Oh, nope. I'm gonna get killed. Dead. I've never seen anything funny in my life. I honestly almost got caught because I was too busy watching that. I was like, That's one person you want to see it happen to. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. It was. I wish I had my phone out videotaping that. That would be worth that so much hilarious. money. Just the views alone on that. Then I ran. Ended up in the back of Heather Malika's trunk with Jared. I'm very sorry that we almost risked your license. So, mad respect. I owe you some gas money for that. I don't know what everyone else's situation was at that party, but that that was mine. All right, so, I'm a big guy. So, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's mad people in a small space. I'm getting sweaty. It's hot as fuck down there. Oh, my gosh. So, I take off my sweatshirt and my shirt... And I just put on the jersey that I was wearing and unbuttoned it. It was a Red Sox jersey. Pretty fire. <laughs> and I put it in the corner. You've seen him in it before. Believe me. <laughs> Only when he has. And um, so uh, I'm just chilling now. I'm feeling better. Feeling better. And then I just hear, cops, 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 cops. So I'm like, shit, shit. So like people start going to the bulkhead. And I start going. I'm like, shit, I need my sh- stuff. So I went over, got my stuff, and now everyone's just piling up in the bulkhead. I'm, like, in the middle of, like, the stairs, and people are like, Kyle Marsh. Like, Kyle Marsh is trying to open it. 
doesn't know what the fuck to do, so he's just like being a retard. And then it just opens. Rodney Sanders from the fucking heaven just says, Everybody run! And people just fucking book it. I have never seen anything more, but like I trampled over people, like people fell on the stairs. I didn't care, I was just running. Uh, I didn't have any belt while I was running, so like my pants were sagging, like tits just flaring out, and I'm just like, I am not ready. <laughs> I, I said, <laughs> God, tits? <laughs> you don't have tits? <laughs> what? And, <laughs> and there I go, titties jiggling down the street. <laughs> and um, and like I, I'm just running. I'm just like I was not prepared for this. Gomes is right next to me. He's fucking laughing his ass off because I just said that. And then we get into like these woods in like the middle of the street. It's like weird, but um, so I was the last to get picked up. And we're also with these three people. And then, like, we, we all get in the car. And these three people that, like, weren't with the group try to get in. And we're like, no, we'll come back for you. We'll come back for you. And just never did. So, uh, that was my experience. All right. So, I'm at the party. Doing stuff. Walking around. Kyle Marsh comes up to me. For some reason, he just whispers in my ear. Dude, I think, I think the cops are here. So... <laughs> I start moving over to the bulkhead. Everybody starts moving over to the bulkhead. Somebody screams, confirms that the cops are here. Kyle goes to open the bulkhead. He can't do it for shit. He has no fucking idea what he's doing. He looks like he's trying to fucking pick a lock with a toothpick. He has no idea how to open a fucking bulkhead. So I go up there. I try to open the bulkhead. Right as I go to reach for it, Rodney opens the fucking bulkhead. He's like, everybody get the fuck out of here! I don't, I have no, I, I couldn't even hear him to be honest, but I, I want a video of that. <laughs> um, everybody starts running or actually before that I fell back because I thought that that was a cop and I was about to just like start rolling on the ground. <laughs> that would have been a good situation for you. Yeah, that, that wouldn't have worked that well. But, um, we all start running. Garrett's right next to me. Garrett's Jersey untucked. Every everything's going wrong for him. He can't keep up. He's hands are oh. falling down. I was keeping up. I was keeping up. Yeah, you were keeping up in the back of the pack. Um, I was right next to you the whole time. Okay, so we all <laughs> run to the woods. We're all just sitting there. Nobody's talking. We're trying to keep silent because cops are driving by. Torg whips out his phone. Call Michael Freel. Calling Michael Freel. Cops are driving by. We're trying to be silent as possible. He's, call, he's calling Michael Frill to see what the fuck is up. I was trying to get us out of there be, because be I knew be his car serious. would be empty. Like, not even, like, not even, like, time No one was in. near us. It's not like I didn't look. I looked, and you guys freaked yeah, out. Yeah, why didn't you just call him through your phone, though? Like, why have to go through Siri? Because I didn't want to be on my phone that long. I want to have to open my phone. <laughs> oh, my. Alright, so uh, Heather you. comes, picks up some people. Me, me, Kel, and Reed try to hop in the back of their truck. We get pushed out. Yeah, I'm not trying to have a fucking three-way. Oh, yeah, we're not trying to get caught by the cops. Yeah, so I don't want to be having a like fucking orgy in the back of Heather's car. It's worth it. It's crowded enough. So, taunt kids shit. pull up. We have no idea it's taunting kids. We go up to the car. We're like, oh, fuck. We have no idea who you people are. We knock on the window. I'm like... Can I just get a ride with you? <laughs> they say yes. Me, Kel, and Reed, and Fish go into the back of the car. We get driven to Reed's house. 
and we chill in the basement until um, it's safe to leave as 40 kids are rounded up in the uh, driveway, surrounded by cops, or not surrounded by cops, but gathered there by multiple cops. <sighs> that was fucked. And I know everyone said the cops were chill, like, afterwards, but, like, I'm not taking that risk. I ain't do anything at that party, like... No, no drinking, no smoking. I was driving that night. But they don't care. Like, they're not going to breathalyze, like, 110 kids. They're not going to take that time. They're just going to take your name down and be like, all right. Given, I don't know, like, what would come out of that. But I'm not taking that risk. Plus, it was fun. Definitely entertaining. It was a great experience. Needed to happen. Definitely didn't need to happen, but it happened. Didn't need to happen. Need to happen. 30 minutes in. I was there for 36 minutes. Then I was running. I was in the middle of the woods. Good thing it was a warm night, too. I just realized that. It wasn't that cold. It was cold. I would have been a fucking asshole. I'd been like, oh, it's so cold out. It's so cold. Alright, now, uh, what's next is the art of flirting. (laughs) I don't know why I put this on, I gotta be honest. Because I'm fucking horrendous at it. Like, can't do it for shit. I go up to a girl and I'm like, you have nice cheekbones. And she's like, oh, 911, what's your emergency? She says that to 911? No. <laughs> she calls 911 they respond. <laughs> All right, I shouldn't have lumped that together. You're right. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I used to be, I mean, like, when we were in, like, middle school and, like, by flirting, you just called someone, like, hot. I was good. But, you know, as I said, as I said, I've regressed. My peak was early in life. So, uh, I fuck up a lot now. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just, I just say whatever. I whatever comes out, I say, and it's either taken in a positive connotation or negative. I would say it's about 75, 25. Positive, believe it or not. Like, some things I say, like, no one really cares. They just don't listen. And then others, it's like, he ain't just say that. When it's negative, it's very fucking negative. <laughs> yeah, when it's negative, it's like... Like, you worthy should, of arrest. <laughs> you should seal my mouth with, like, glue. It's just, I'm just afraid of just getting, like, rejected. Yeah, Because, like, exactly. that shit just sucks. I mean, yeah. I've gone, like, I've gone better as it went on, but, like, you know, no. Well, and plus, if it's, like, someone I bear, I kind of know, and, like... I don't even say. If it's that someone much. I kind of know, I'm actually a lot better, because like there's, yeah. there's not really. If it's many someone I re- if it's someone I really know, which is only like two people, two people, two girls, <laughs> and I just say whatever. And then like if it's someone I, eh, sort of friends with, I keep my mouth shut. And if it's like someone I don't know at all. I'll start out with, like, something completely fucked up and see if they'll like me or not. Because oh. eventually that's what's going to come to you anyway. So it's like, I may as well give them a taste mm-hmm. of Torgy now. <laughs> taste of Torgy. So they when don't they, want a taste trademark. of Torgy. Trademark. So, so when they know down the road, they're like, wow, this kid's a psychopath. So. See, like, like people I really know, like, I don't like in that way. So, like. Yeah, that's true too. So like, I'll I'll say whatever but I want. I still to feel them. like I feel like anything can be seen as flirting yeah. too. Like when, when like a guy talks with a girl, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're flirting it up with them. It's like, 
No, I'm just having a normal yeah. everyday conversation yeah. like humans do. Want to connect? But if I think like a girl is cute and like I know her, but like we don't really. Talk <laughs> oh wow, that is an. If I think a girl word. is cute. Fucking pussy. <laughs> that's that's definitely a word for like twelve and under. Oh, <laughs> if that's what you're into, so be it. Yeah. You Anyways, mean, if I think a girl just kidding, cute, I'm not so be it. No, I'm not being unquoted because I don't think it's that bad. I don't know why you guys have to like you guys fucked up minds think like that. I'm just saying, oh, that girl is cute. We have fucked up minds. I know, but like, still, <laughs> I, I'm saying that was a question. That was a question. We have fucked up. We minds. all have fucked up minds. Some more than others. Once again, pot calling the kettle black. He did this last yep. episode too. I literally said we all have. Fuck you said minds. you two. Yeah, and then when I just said we all have, then you're like, ooh, the Paul Cole, the kettle black. Like, I literally just said we you all do. You did. Have. Originally. Yeah, and then I said we all do. I, I haven't fucked up mine. That was. Yeah. Doesn't need to be said. Every dude does. Every guy does. And it's a fact. Like, S- some just choose to be vocal with it. Yes, exactly. The most fucked up minds. If girls knew everything guys thought, bullet, back of the head. Like, self inflicted gunshot wound, dead. They're like, this is what they think all day. Yes. There's no, like, real thinking going on. That's why dudes are dumb. That's why their GPAs are... You're always going to bring up the yeah. GPAs. I know, because... There's a lot of people on grade who have above fours, so... Who are guys? I know, Henry Simone does. <laughs> Shout out Come to Sean on. O'Brien, He's the Cornell commit. He's number one. He's number yeah. one? Gianna. Yes, Henry is number one. Yeah, no, Gianna got moved down to number two. Really? Yeah. Who? Uh, Adam Fokel was number four before he left. All right, those, are, those are the only exceptions I know. But wait, okay. gluten free for Fol- life. Fol- <laughs> Shout out Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I gotta bring up this story. I'm sorry, oh. Cooper. You're gonna like this one. Freshman year, Decca States. You know, I was feeling like a high roller freshman. States didn't realize how easy it actually was to place. I'm pretty sure there were only five people in our category, and we came in fifth place. I was like, damn, we did pretty good. We, we just beat out some seniors. And Cooper and Adam, who I did it with, they were like, yeah, yeah, got to admit, like, I'm pretty impressed with this. You guys are doing full boy, I forget. Oh, yeah. my God. So we're at DECA States. We're in the hotel room. And there's a cheesecake factory at the Prudential Mall which is where you stay for two nights. And so Adam, before we left, said we have to go to the Cheesecake Factory. And Cooper and I were like, yeah, fine, whatever. Like, we don't care. We didn't realize how obsessed with the Cheesecake Factory this kid was. He goes on about it every – like, he mentioned it every day. It's like, yo, can we go to the Cheesecake Factory? And we were like, no, we're doing this or this or whatever. We're going to eat here. And he goes, okay, just make sure we eat there once. First night rolls around. I'm in bed. We're we're watching like March Madness or whatever. We fall asleep. Next thing you know, I woke up to like a conversation between Cooper and Adam. I heard some like shut the fuck up, go to bed. And it was Cooper's voice. I was like, "Oh god, what what happened?" cuz they were sleeping together. <laughs> hey, sorry Cooper. It's four to it's four to a room. I saw the Mikey Abella. Shout out, Valedictorian. Um, Lucky you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't have any idea what time it was. I thought I like maybe fell asleep and like the game was still on or whatever. I fell asleep real quick and I just woke up to them. 
I look over at my phone. 4.35 a.m. Adam woke up. He got up early, like, all the, like, both nights. He wakes up at, like, outrageous times. It was 4.34 in the morning, and he goes, Cooper. Can, can we go to the Cheesecake Factory tonight? And Cooper just wakes up, and he goes, I'm going to fucking kill you. Shut the fuck up and go to bed. I wake up. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> Next thing you know, we're about to present. I'm sitting in the waiting room. Adam was in the bathroom. And Cooper goes, do you know what he asked me this morning? And I was like, no. What did he say? He goes, do you want to go to the fucking Cheesecake Factory? And he goes, now we're not going. <laughs> not once that weekend do we go to the Cheesecake Factory. Despite Adam having a $100 gift card saying he would pay for both of us. All three of us. We never ended up there. 4.34 in the morning. That's outrageous. And that was the first thing on his mind. Cooper. 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 Do we go to the Cheesecake Factory? No. Oh, God. Oh, my. That fucking kid, dude. It was... I'd like to say it was funny, but, like... Cooper and I always have, like, joke beefs or whatever. But, like, I honestly feel bad for him. I was like, damn, dude. That sucks. <laughs> 434. It woke us all up. That is, like, that's just so... I'd like to I take... I get that. I would, like also... to, I would like to take this time now to apologize to Mikey Abella for having to room with us. Because you said it wasn't bad. But I know deep down, you wanted to kill somebody. Adam. You want to kill Adam. <sighs> Deck of uh, States, shit always goes down there. Last year, your boy fucking died. Third day, rose again in accordance with the scriptures. That's probably another story for yeah. another day. No! That's not a know. story for another podcast. You sure? Yeah. Trust me. Don't give me NyQuil. Uh, this next, this next uh, segment is brought to you by Savage Boston Sports on Twitter. Uh, you can follow them at Savage Boston. Um, follow them, then it'll give us a shout out, and then we'll get a bigger following. So do that right now. And oblivious parents, Torg has the most oblivious parents in the world. They are dense. Or no, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. I think parents are purposely oblivious. I gotta be honest. I think sometimes if you were to show, like, they know you drank or did something. They, like, don't care. As long as it's not in public. That's not oblivious. Alright, I will say my mom was oblivious at my cousin's wedding in Cohasset that I was absolutely hammered. See, that's different. Yeah. And she was also oblivious during that situation that you told on last podcast. She's an idiot. That's what it tells me. Oh, she's not a guy, so she might not get that either. She should get that as a 50-year-old uh, woman. No, I don't think she honestly would. Because my dad wouldn't talk about it. Guys don't talk about that normally. I do because I'm fucked up. Like we said, we're all fucked up. Some are just more vocal about it. No, but like, I seriously think parents purposely let some things go. Like, being absolutely hammered. Like, there was a situation last weekend, undisclosed name, where... He or she was 
crease in his or her's mother acted like she didn't know, act, acted like she was mad, but really didn't care. And this person was fucking retarded. Getting Snapchats from them, just mistyped, like, got a FaceTime from this person, just saying the dumbest fucking shit, ended up going to, I want meatballs and can I get my nails done? What? Guess who that is? Don't guess. Everybody make a wild guess. <laughs> Write it down on a piece of paper, and at the end of the podcast, we'll tell you. No, we won't. We actually can't. All right. Starts with an R. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say my parents are oblivious, but, like, they don't punish me for anything. Like, I tell, I tell them, like, what I'm doing, like, I don't lie to them, because, like, it's just much easier to, like, tell them the truth, because they'll let me do whatever I want, which is, like, weird. But, like, they won't punish me if they do, if I do something they don't want either. I don't... They just give me, like, a stern talking to. Yeah. And then, like, the next day, everything's fine. I don't really find situations where... My parents, like, I don't do anything wrong, though, to give my parents any reason to, like, get me in trouble. Like, I really don't do anything. That one time at Coasa, though, at my cousin's wedding, I'm surprised I wasn't grounded. You shucked vodka in front of your mom. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. They, they let things go. I feel like most parents now, like, understand that, like, their kids are going to do stuff either way. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they just, they just, like, are not going to avoid it. Because, like, either way, if you punish them, they're still going to do it, so. Yeah. Let's jump into the final segment. John didn't say anything about his oblivious parents. I like, don't think he... My parents aren't oblivious. They just don't give a shit. I don't do anything yeah. stupid. They don't That's They true. don't give a fuck. Like, but I could do heroin if I felt like it. <laughs> Definitely. Like, like, the worst thing that I do is just swear like a fucking truck driver. <laughs> yeah. I, I have the mouth of a, like... Dirty Spanish whore. Someone with oblivious parents is Jigabula. No, 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 no. They know what he's doing. They don't care. Now they do, but dude, when like, cause he told them, he finally told them. But like before, yeah, but they were suspicious of it. I mean, like at a time, but dude, no, like, trust me, trust me. All right. Anyways. No, no, no. I, I'll introduce it this time because I know what the segment is. We definitely got some time. We got some time to burn. I can take up years on this one. So. But I introduce it. I introduce it. Because it's Rocky Talkie, baby. Everyone loves it. Here we go. Ryan Torgson, what's the update? I mean, nothing really happened besides people want me to fight someone. And that's just not going to happen. Pussy. Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Never. Will I fight if I've never dated a person? I had a thing with the person. Got with the person. I wouldn't care. Because we're not anything. It's not my it's right wrong. to do it. No, we're not. We just aren't. That's why it's so bad. We never said it had to be real. It could be in our heads. Yeah. Fuck off. You know, in your dreams... Like you, 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 you dream of her being your girlfriend. Don't yes. lie. Don't no. lie. Yes, it's happened. It's happened. Dream. Don't doubt it. That's I, I'm not like saying that's weird because like you, you like obviously you like her, so like you're obviously gonna dream about that. Like, it's a dream. Dream at night or daydream. Both. Never dreamt at night about that. I can. I don't remember my dreams though. No one remembers their dreams. I do. 
I mean, some of them I remember. Oh my god, we're gonna have it. With... I just have a great new segment because I have a fucked up dream. All right, well, guys. it's next next week. Yeah, next week. But uh, so nothing, nothing really going on besides the fact that I don't have a fucking chance in hell or or we've, we've Earth, been well aware, of or that. Earth or heaven. But your boy is still in the race. Dead last. Literally dead last. Like, Garrett's ahead of me at this point. <laughs> um, what would make you uh, fight a kid? Fight, like, fight a kid who, like... Like, what would make you fight a kid for Megan? What do you mean? Like, if something happened? Yeah, like... Right. Right. Wait, you gotta, you gotta elaborate on that, because I'm sure many people misunderstood that one. Or taken advantage of, or something like dumb like that. So why? I would do that for any girl though. Like if they were, if I they were about to get taken advantage of or something, I would probably fight the kid trying to do it because that's wrong. It's a crime, and like I'm actually dead serious about that. Mm. That's one thing where I would honestly like if there were evidence or proof, I'd be like that can't happen. I will fight you. So I don't know. Any other questions? Um. Basically the same thing, but uh, with domestic abuse. Ouch! There definitely, we gotta stop with this. There definitely needs to be evidence of... First hand. Re- Continue. Like, repetition. And you can't take it direct from the source, depending on the person. Because it might not be true. What if, what if your person's just like your best friend, and he told you? If the per yeah, if someone else sees it, I need another witness. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Like I need other evidence. Why are you sorry? I'll apologize today when you fucking weirdo. All right. Anything else? Dude, I know there's more Rocky talkie. Dude, there really isn't. I mean, yeah, nothing. Mm. Okay. Why do people want you to fight Cullen? Oh, that uh, goes the name. All right. Well, out of nowhere. Be- Boom. Because people think that she likes him. He likes her. And according to you, he said something al- along the lines of, I'm only trying to get her to piss off to work. And, <laughs> and for some reason, people think that Cullen's his only competition. Yeah. True. Which is also along with the- 3.5 billion yeah, men. men in the world. I mean, because she has repeatedly showed signs of liking him. So she's repeatedly shown signs of liking you, though. Yeah, but not in this way. Ever. So, James Beatty, just know it's never going to happen. Brett, it's not going to happen. It'll never happen. I'm in for a uh, Torgy James Beatty. I would be so down with that. James. James, if you listen to this podcast, I need a I, text message response and we'll fight like hands being thrown. We got, we got, we got uh, gloves. Yep, we have gloves. Just you let me know. No gloves. Time and place. No, no, no gloves. Hockey gloves. Oh, what the fuck?
Yeah. You still take those off in a fight, though, so. I know, but you got to make it look cool and drop the gloves and start going at it. Well, that's the gayest idea you've ever had. No, I've had gay ideas. Let's not get into that. No, but for, I mean, obvious reasons, people want to fight him. And I'm not, like, just telling you right now it's not going to happen. Unless, like you said, someone, A, either taking advantage or rape, something like that. Or domestic violence when someone else sees it. That would be the only other situation. Which, like I said, that would be for any girl, though. Like, I just wouldn't let that happen. I feel, I know you wouldn't. I know Gomes wouldn't. But, that, that's, that's why. So, what we've learned today... Torg's probably never going to get over Megan. Don't rape a girl. Don't take advantage of a girl. And don't hit a girl. I mean, I'd probably lose the fight, but I would definitely attempt to fight that person. So. That's all we asked for. She, she, well, I can't say that. That's not good. Never mind. Continue. What? I mean, I don't know what you, I don't know what you want me to talk about with this. I, I hate you so much right yeah. now. Well, episode three. I think we're getting decent at this. Decent at best. Could shout be a hot out, take. Shout out you listeners. We really respect it. Probably getting better. We're, Definite improvement. De- yeah. Since episode one, episode one, disregard that completely. That's not part of the series. Two, two from infinity. That's what you're going to want to listen to. So, once again, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. We're back. Ain't this what they've been waiting for? You ready? Uh, uh. I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to grind like that, to shine like this. In a matter of time, I spent on some locked up shit in the back of the paddy wagon, cuffs locked on wrist. See my dreams unfold. Nightmares come true It was time to marry the game And I said, yeah, I do If you want it, you gotta see it With a clear eye view Got shorty, she try and bless me Like I said, I chew Like a nigga sneeze Nigga, please, for them trick squeeze I'm getting cream Never let them hoes get in between Of what we started Little nigga, but I'm lying hearted They love me when I was stuck And they hate it when I departed I go and get it regardless Draw like I'm an artist, no crawling, went straight to walking with foreigns in my garages or foreign bitches menaging, fucking sucking and swallowing anything for a dollar. They tell me get him, I got him. I did it without an album. I did shit with Mariah. Little nigga, I'm on fire. Icy as a hockey ring, Philly nigga, I'm flyer. When I bought the Rolls Royce, they thought it was lease. Then I bought that new Ferrari, hey, to rest in peace. Hey, to rest in peace, rest in peace to the parking lot. Phantom so big, can't even fit in the parking spot. You ain't
you talking about my niggas, then what you talking about? Gangsters move in silence, nigga, and I don't talk a lot. I don't say a word. I don't say a word. What's on my grind, and now I got what I deserve. Fuck, nigga.